Welcome to Level Up Chips, Devil Summoner Raido Kuzanoha versus the Soulless Army. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Level Up Chips. I am your host, Michael Gonzalez, and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Max Logan. How you doing there, buddy? Um, I don't know. I'm doing fine. I mean, I just got done with a long meeting, and... Uh, I know Michael have to cut this out, but as soon as he hit record, I uh, burped. So literally, as <laughs> soon as he burped, like, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. That was that was really good. I needed to uh, get it out, but anyway, you know what? Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, so yeah, this is Level Up Chips. This is the podcast where we talk about you know video games and everything game related. Mm. So why don't we try getting into some of the news of it? Yeah. 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 Um, so right now there are two things that I wanted to talk about that were rumors. Yeah. Um, and I think these are pretty interesting ones. Yeah. Uh, for for both companies, uh, for Sony, um, they're allegedly acquiring from, from software, software, which would be a very very big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I could. Um, I mean, honestly, with their, what was it, when Microsoft acquired Bethesda back in, back like a few months ago, and Sony was like, oh yeah, we got Bungie now, I was like. So what? Yeah, so what? Well, with From Software, that might actually be pretty big. It's a big one. Yeah. Um, I, I'm wondering what this will do for From Software, uh, Especially if they were ever thinking about making a sequel IP for something like um, like Sekiro. Yeah. If Sekiro would have something. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would, technically, since yeah. Sekiro is, well, the one-armed wolf. Yeah. Uh, his story seems to have come to an end, but I'm wondering if they were thinking about doing something in that universe again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something similar, and if this would cause any trouble, especially since Activision published Sekiro. Oh, yeah. That's where I'm kind of getting at, Mm -hmm. where it's like Bandai Namco, yeah, that's one thing. You know, you could possibly say, like, hey, Elden Ring or Dark Souls, like, maybe Sony could possibly get the rights. Mm-hmm. Activision is all the way in uh, Xbox now. That That's yeah. a problem. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think it'd be too much of an issue because, I mean, if you know the story of Demon's Souls, that was published by Sony in Japan, and then it was such, like, a abysmal failure over there that they didn't want to distribute it anywhere else. But through word of mouth, it ended up, gaining some notoriety in the West and eventually Atlas published it in America and then Bandai Namco published it in Europe. So it's just like a whole mess of That's publishing a mess. Yeah. And then Bandai Namco was the first to just jump on green lighting, a spiritual successor, which eventually made dark souls. Which so kind of, yeah. Snowballed the whole mm-hmm. uh, success. Of- and I feel like, yeah, I feel like Sony's been chasing, that are trying to uh, pick up the slack for that mistake ever well, since. And yeah, and this is especially apparent with what Bloodborne. Yeah. Um, 
which was such a huge success, uh, success for Sony, um, so much so that if it is acquired, from Software is acquired by Sony, I'll be really excited because there might be more stuff for Bloodborne. Bloodborne cart. Bloodborne cart. Bloodborne cart. Bloodborne cart. Oh my gosh. I'd be so excited if some stupid stuff like that came out. Mm -hmm. Um, I just in general, I think that with the PS five hardware, um, we could, you know, they, they could easily make something that is just so beautifully horrifying. I mean, Mm -hmm. after seeing some of the stuff in Elden ring, uh, (laughs) having the red zone, Oh, um, yep. you know, be very apparent with some of the Bloodborne-esque uh, horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was honestly incredible just seeing that, and I know it was not, it, it was meant for current gen, or last gen. Oh yeah, my gosh. Well, exactly. Well, I keep thinking this is next gen, but no, mm-hmm. it's technically current gen now. Right, right. But, yeah, I mean... Even though I feel like From Software could do like a lot more with just the PS5 in mind, like I just kind of feel like their expertise is in environments and all that stuff. Like they aren't going for super high graphical fidelity. No. Like, you know, that's kind of a complaint some people levy against uh, the Demon Souls remake that it looks really nice, but it just isn't Demon Souls. Really. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't, they, they're like, oh, well, it's not, it doesn't look like the original, it's, even though it's a remake, I don't know. It just seems a little off. Yeah, it seems more generic, it's not like. Okay. Yeah, but. I think I get, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but. And that's the thing that I'm kind of, like, like excited for, because I think, yeah, like you said, they aren't really going for yeah high fidelity uh, gr- uh graphics um but i think that with the stuff that they do have um oh my gosh they could easily have a you know design yeah that is amazing you exactly know, going from xbox 360 to the the ps4 it was a huge leap in some of the stuff that they were able to do with Bloodborne and going from that generation to this one, um, I I can only imagine. Yeah, yeah. Especially since Demon's Souls, you are right. It is not like them, and it isn't because, you know, that was Bluepoint that made that remake. Mm -hmm. So who knows? Maybe Sony, since they do acquire, they have acquired Bluepoint, they could always have them work together, you know, some people work on the graphics some people, people work on like the design of it yeah yeah because obviously demon souls even though it looks really pretty it's obviously a game from 2009 <laughs> very much so you can feel it in mm-hmm. its bones yeah um, it's very very much so but i'm heavily excited if this is the case just yeah, because if it's real i mean i do feel bad for people who do who do have like xboxes because i know um uh, livingston the mm-hmm. the guest host that we've had before michael livingston uh you know he has an xbox and he loves the series um, right so yeah i don't know in a, in a certain way I, I wonder what this would mean for some of those people if they're right. gonna immediately go to xbox or or to, to playstation or if they might say hold on I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what will happen either, but... Going into the next? 
Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Okay. Um, so the last little bit of news that I have, at least, um, I'm not sure if you have anything. Nope. No? No? Okay. Um, so the last thing that I have is some of the rumors and leaks that have come out about Nintendo Switch Online having the, the Game Boy compatibility mm-hmm. emulators for Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advanced. Yeah. And that's got me really excited, um, personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it- Seems like a good opportunity to, um, I don't know, increase the value of the expansion pass for online. It's definitely, I mean, it, I, I will admit, I know a lot of people still give it flack. Uh, today specifically, with the Splatoon 3 uh, announcement uh, of it coming out September 9th, yeah. they also announced Octo Expansion being a free expansion. Part of the pass. Right? Yeah, of the extra pass for yeah. Nintendo Switch Online. And if you actually look at the amount of, like, little squares that they got of different, like, bundles yeah. that they have, different DLCs, expansions, it is actually, like, incredible what they have given people. Right. Um, and in a certain way, I don't know. I, I think that, yeah, I'm really excited yeah. for this. And I think that may turn the tide for that, you know, people who might be skeptical and say, all right. Well, I wouldn't mind playing Mario versus Donkey Kong. <laughs> That's one of my favorites from the Game Boy, right next to uh, Game Boy Advance, right, right. next to, um, you know, like the, the Metroid series, WarioWare. Yeah. yeah, like, right, right, exactly. But, um, hmm. What was it? What are the DLCs that are included on the pass? It was like Animal Crossing. There's Animal Crossing, Crossing Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Okay, yeah, and. Now the Splatoon 2 one. Yeah. But I feel like there's another one. I no, swear. no, it's no? just those three. You know, it'd be cool. It it would be really cool if they could include the Xenoblade 2 DLC because that's like a standalone game. You know, and it does tie a lot of loose ends, right? Uh, No, it's like a prequel. Oh, is it a prequel? Yeah, okay. yeah. It, it tells the story of like 500 years before the game begins that's good to know yeah and it you can buy it as a separate game if you'd like yeah yeah and i was actually thinking about it because personally i i have looked at xenoblade 2 and it's not my cup of tea right uh but one and three those ones are fantastic and i know that two expansion is one that kind of brings uh, along some uh familiar uh designs yeah yeah so i i think that's kind of my biggest flack for Xenoblade 2. The yeah. designs are kind of god-awful, in my opinion. Uh, main character, zero drip. <laughs> zero. Actually, I think... Does... Yeah, they have alternate costumes. I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. He looks goofier than Sora in Kingdom Hearts 1. <laughs> Especially if you take off the coat. He looks goofier than that. Uh. That oh. jumpsuit that Sora has is weird. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. The, the Sora one is, yes. <laughs> um, so I think some of the listed Game Boy Advance games uh, that were mentioned, I want to say, what was it? There's a whole list, and some of the games that they had, they, they marked a certain way on the website because they're like, hey, they're more than likely just third-party games they're testing on mm-hmm. this emulator to see if it works. Right. But a lot of the games that are originally uh, Nintendo or some of the third-party ones, yeah, they've been part of lists previously. Um, 
so we might be getting a uh, one Castlevania game. Okay. We'd be getting all the the golden stuff, golden sun stuff, mm-hmm. uh, Metroid Zero Mission and Fusion. Right. Which I'm really excited to have uh, Zero Mission just right. on a playable console, um, like that. And um, oh my gosh, there's so much. I know there is. I haven't exactly looked at it recently, but it almost looks like they have all the necessary ones and yeah. if they are hiding it uh they they could possibly be bringing mother 3 hmm. i am not saying it's happening i wish it will happen yeah. more than likely it is not because i know that game and it's dark it is grim mm-hmm. um but I I just hope. I really hope. They've done that in the past. Mm -hmm. Another big thing that was in the news that um, was part of the leak, apparently there's quite a few, I want to say, NES slash SNES games that are still in the vault. They're just waiting to be released. Yeah. Basically, I I think some people data mine, they're like, hey, why do you have, like, Mega Man and, like, some of this stuff on here. What the hell? Mm-hmm. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, it might have the SP version as well. well you know, like the ones where it's like special. where. Um, oh, yeah, where you have like a cert. Like, it's usually at the end of the game. Yeah. Right? I thought I might have saw that. If not, it was just the Japanese version right next to the American. But I was like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? They've been keeping that from us? Yeah. So, again, this is all, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um, but it is very interesting to see a little bit, uh, a, a small peek at the M- Nintendo vault. Yeah. You know, that it's... vault is usually sealed tight and we have no idea what is about to happen. Right. Kind of interesting to see what they have in store every now and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it makes sense that the vault's closed so tight considering... Uh... What was it the last time they let someone else handle their IPs? That was uh, the CDI. So nope, never again. <laughs> never again. The last time, yeah, and they they barely gave it to Ubisoft for the Mario and Rabbids. Right. That was like yeah, it's like with that, it was them giving the giving Ubisoft the license and watching over their shoulder like a hawk. So pretty much. <laughs> It's still kind of amazing, uh, the history with that one, because pretty much this guy decided to make it, and he was like, wouldn't it be funny if, like, this actually worked? And he pitched it, and Miyamoto was like, damn, that's impressive. What what models did you use for this? You know, what kind of models from us did you use? Mm -hmm. And they said, no, nope, we made our own models. And apparently that, like, completely shocked Miyamoto. He was like, whoa, really? That's That's Um, cool. So I think that immediately, yeah, kind of like wowed them. And then they realized maybe this won't be a Philips CDI incident. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> Actually, I guess to be fair with the CDI, it was literally like they just gave them the rights and then were like, wait, don't do anything with it. And then they were like, too late. We did. And then sent it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. that That's a whole well, other that's one hell of a time right there for Nintendo, and it's still kind of funny to hear every now and then mm-hmm. how 
disastrous it was. Um, but let's maybe get into the, the meat of it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So what we were hoping to talk about, um, we've done this before in the past, and I, I know quite a few people actually have listened to it because they, they were definitely interested to hear what the upcoming stuff was coming out uh, for 2021. And we decided maybe we should try doing that again. Maybe yeah. talk a little bit about what we're excited for and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some of the games that look cool that we might not know too much about. But, you know, we, we know enough where we're like, hey, I'm actually kind of excited. Right. Yeah, exactly. So so the, the first one that's coming around April 29th is this one that uh, a lot of people are actually very excited for, including myself. I'm curious to see how it goes. It's uh, Nintendo Switch uh, Sports. Yeah. And I how are you feeling about it? Well, it seems really cool, but um I'm not sure how many like new sports they'll add. I don't know either. Did did they mention at some point that they were adding new sports like yeah. every now and then? Yeah, they said, "Oh, well, at launch we'll have or rather a little bit after launch we'll have golf and then we'll just That's keep right. adding." Yeah. So, in a certain way, I I'm curious to see if they're going to bring more new sports or if they're going to bring the mo- old ones. The back. old, yeah, yeah, the nostalgic type of stuff. Like, is that what they're looking forward to? Um, I don't know. I know they have the sword fighting, but they better bring back boxing. I hope they bring back boxing. That was still the best. And now, since I can actually box, maybe I'll be able to beat my dad. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be. I wonder, because this one is going to be really interesting, because I know one of the Joy-Cons you're able to put on your leg with the, the ring fit strap. Right, yeah. And I'm wondering if boxing would be enhanced because of it. You might be able to actually dodge and yeah, do right. what he hooks. Oh, yeah, yeah, do, like, footwork. Right. I don't know. Probably not. Probably not, but that would be kind of neat. Yeah. Um. I, d- I don't know. I, I'm genuinely excited, and I know some people are not the happiest with it just because uh, some people say that the replacement me characters look really, like, weird and creepy. But I feel like a lot of people should be rest assured that you can put your own Miis back into the game. They The right. only thing that is different about them is just the fact that they aren't Rayman. They don't, you know, they, they have like limbs. limbs. They yeah. have limbs to their, their hands and feet. Yeah. So I, I think that in a certain way, I think that's an improvement. I, I'll be honest. Those new characters do kind of remind me of the Pinocchio from the, the Polly Shore. Pinocchio. Oh no. The, <laughs> when am I going to be on my own? Yeah. That one. But, um, yeah, Nintendo switch sports seems cool. I mean, it comes out a day before my birthday. So. Yeah, that I'm I'm really excited for, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um you know, have you seen anything in May that you're looking forward to cuz I'm looking at this one little list and I'm not looking at seeing anything that I'm particularly fond of or yeah, interested in. Oh yeah, um hmm. Well, there is the Salt and Sanctuary sequel coming out. What's that one about? Uh, Sultan Sanctuary. Have you ever heard of that? Isn't it the the two D like Dark Souls? It, yeah, Soul two D Souls like right. Yeah, that was pretty good. And the second one looks 
Oh, pretty good. So that's it? about okay. it. Yeah, I, I have zero like opinion on it. I've just heard about it. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make my day. Um, but June is actually looking pretty interesting for again Nintendo. Um, and Sega. Yeah. And, and Capcom. What am I saying? Capcom too. Right. Um. This one is actually really interesting for a lot of the people who are really into uh, retro games and Nintendo games. I'd say that's, like, the best way to sum it up. Mm-hmm. Um, on June 10th, I'm actually really excited for the Mario Strikers Battle League. Right. Um, because if I'm not mistaken, it is being uh, developed by the same studio who did it before. Um, mm-hmm. It's being de- – uh, the box art is the same artist as before. And – I'm really excited for it because this is the first time in a long time that we've seen Mario uh, characters in general just be mean to each other. Oh, yeah. Um, That's one of my favorite things to see in those, the animations of them pretty much acting like the most rude to each other Yeah, in the entire series. Like Waluigi doing his crotch chops and... Oh my god. Wario blowing himself up with a bomb if, if he, he loses. <laughs> I know Daisy was pretty much one of those that, like, they had to basically hold back because they were <laughs> swinging. <laughs> she was about to kill someone. <laughs> she was about to kill someone. Um, and this is kind of one of those I'm really excited for because I never actually got to play any of the Striker games. Right. Um, I, I played the baseball games, uh, the Strikers ones. Yeah. Or. It was like sluggers. Sluggers, yeah. I was like, man, that doesn't sound right. No, strikers. Um, I I never really played them, mm. and I kind of looked at a lot of people who have played it, and I'm like, I feel like I just missed out a bit of a, a part of a childhood that I could have had. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is something that will kind of bring that up, and I'm really, really, really excited for it. Um, and then coming up later on is Sonic Origins on June 23rd. Right. Uh, do you know a little bit more about this than me, like, yeah. in terms of what it is? Pretty much um, it has Sonic 1, 2, uh, CD, and then 3 and Knuckles. Yeah. And uh, you can choose to either play the Classic Edition or the Remastered one. The Remastered one has, removes the live system. I think that's a big change that should have been put in even in mania yeah but uh, i feel like with mania it was like it was fairly it was way more fair than the other sonic games i mean that's i didn't really have a problem with it but i could see how people would um but yeah the remastered one has like uh what did i say infinite lives infinite lives. it has um widescreen which which is yeah, for Sonic games, uh, it's infamous that you have to, like, react to enemies coming at you in, like, one second. Yeah, <laughs> Sonic is the only, isn't the only one reacting at breakneck speed. You also have to react at breakneck speed. Yeah. Um, And because of that, that's one of the biggest problems I had with mm-hmm. Sonic, most of all. I loved going fast. That was, like, one of my favorite things, especially with yeah. Sonic Adventure. I think that those ones did really well because with a 3D environment, I could actually see who was about to come and, like, I don't know, hit me. Yeah, but um, what else is there? Right. But. And then there's also 
like animated intros and outros for each of the games and they tie them together so yeah i think the official order is one cd two and then three yep yeah and a lot of people have been kind of like whoa really because they're like you're telling me that ain't uh sonic met amy before tails yeah kind of wild mm-hmm. um but that one i actually am kind of looking at like maybe because I've wanted to give the 2D Sonics a fair shake, and this might be the way I do it. Yeah, exactly. I think it's going to be a way for a lot of people to do it, especially after the movie came out. Mm -hmm. Um, I I can only imagine with this thing, um, a lot of kids are wanting to play some of the older ones, and uh, if there are any parents, you know, listening, anything like that, um, this would definitely be the Sonic game to try and... um, get them interested in you know get them if they want to play some of the old retro stuff because it probably is the best version you could get Mm -hmm. um and we have two more in uh june uh we have the capcom fighting collection which i'm really i'm so excited for because it's showing a lot of it's giving us a lot of the old capcom fighting games that never really got the light of day although (laughs) Five of them are just different versions of Darkstalkers, so... Just Darkstalkers 1? Uh, there's Darkstalkers, there's Night Warriors, which is, uh, if I remember correctly, the Japanese version. Okay. Which has slightly different, like, stuff. Vampire Savior. I think that's... It's kind of... It's complicated. There's Vampire Hunter 2 and then Vampire Savior 2. It's weird. And then there's also five other ones. And two different versions of a... Actually, no, there's just one Street Fighter 2, surprisingly. I know. I was very surprised to see they only had one version. I was like, what? No way. They usually give us, like, everything for some reason. It's the anniversary edition, too. Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. That's not bad. Um, I don't have too much to say about this one, but if you are a fan of fighting games and learning, I, I bet the history of fighting games, most of these Capcom collections, I love it because usually they give you uh, a lot of the history. Yep, they're doing that with this one. Thank goodness, because, oh my gosh, I want to know so much about the Darkstalker stuff. I Mm -hmm. want to know so much about that game because, in my own honest opinion, I think that should have been the fighting game that should have gotten a lot of love. I love Street Fighter, but Darkstalkers has one of the most, like, colorful and interesting casts mm-hmm. in terms of, like, mythological lore. Yeah, yeah, and, like, it's spooky-themed. The spooky theme is just so great. It's one yeah. of those that I think it needs to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least get the love that it deserves. Right. Um, and then the final game that we have is coming out June 24th, same day as Capcom, uh, this is Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. Yep. Um, this one is—is oh, is it a spinoff? It's a spinoff of Three Houses, right? Uh, yes. Uh, pretty much, it's like an alternate timeline. Okay, I—that's what I thought, but I—I mm. I wasn't sure if it was like one of those where they get sucked in a portal and all of a sudden they're in a whole different universe. Yeah, no, it's um similar to uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. Where it's like a whole different situation, pretty oh, much. Oh, okay, yeah. 
but it's the same universe. It's kind of weird. It's not like Fire Emblem Warriors where a bunch of different characters from different universes get pulled into one. No, it's only focusing on Fire Emblem Three Houses yep. and some new characters. Mm -hmm. um, and I am particularly excited just because, I mean, I can enjoy the Warriors games, um, but actually being able to see some of my favorite characters from the fire emblem series kind mm. of like have their own thing um again in some of these games and being able to play as them and you know do all this stuff i'm just really really excited to see that mm -hmm. nintendo is saying oh three houses was pretty popular why don't we try giving them a little bit more mm -hmm. yeah but um, um also like that to do redesign is pretty good oh it is Spicy. I love it. I love it so much. The chin strap beard. I D like it. Dudu is hands down one of my favorite characters ever. Mm -hmm. Um, and I I'm I'm hoping that if you guys ever want to pick this up, hopefully you have played, uh, you know, Fire Emblem Three Houses. But if not, these characters are very very enjoyable. The combat is. You know, it can be kind of repetitive with some of these Warriors games, but, but they're they'll, good. They'll have a twist they, or something. Yeah, they usually have a certain twist to make it a little bit more interesting. Mm -hmm. And it's always one of those games that I like to turn my brain off and have fun. Mm -hmm. um, so let's get into July, and then uh, we're, we're getting pretty close to some of the final stuff. Um, we have, let's see, one, two, three, four. We have like five games. That's mm. it in terms of like what the rest of the year so far. Yeah, some of the other stuff it's still way too up in the air to really say those are the definitive days. Mm -hmm. Um, the the one that's coming out July twenty second is Live Alive, which I keep saying this. I know I keep saying this. I'm very excited for this one mm -hmm. because I remember. Uh, hearing about it from this one Did You Know gaming video, uh, they used to do this thing called Region Locked. Right. And, you know, it's all about the games that never made it to America, never made it out of Japan. And this is one of those. This was, I think, on the SNES. Yep. And it goes through... Is it Six like, different characters, all in different times, and there's different battle systems. Which is such a neat idea. That was one of the things that I remember seeing some of the art for, and I was like, whoa, this is incredibly cool, because you go from, like, the caveman era to, like... The Wild West, and then, like, feudal Japan, and all that then stuff. What was it? I, I think, like, a cyberpunk world. Yeah, there's, like, the future, and then there's, like, the present. There's another one I for forgot about. <laughs> it, it is going to make me very interested, because it is going to be in the 2.5D... Uh, it's like Octopath Traveler, and triangle strategy but i will say this and this is the one thing my brother and i always say that we're happy about um after <laughs> after octopath traveler um they finally decided to let you focus on everything mm -hmm. in the background because that was one of our biggest problems it was such a beautiful background with all the pixel art and they decided to just blur it. Right. And it was like, no, I want to see it. Why are you just, like, focusing on one area and that's it? Yeah, yeah. Um, This one doesn't have that. You get to see everything in its mm -hmm. full glory, and I love that. I'm very, very excited. I'm hoping this is, like, a remake in the same vein, or the same vein of quality as uh, 
I'm one of the like ten people on Earth who uh, enjoys thoroughly the Trials of Mana. I knew remake. you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna say that. Like it's just it's just fun. It's you, you gotta play it. Like come on. I'm never gonna touch that because I played the demo and I was like, what is this? voice acting <laughs> it's so it's so funny i could have gotten better performances from the people at cm life <laughs> uh, like like the ghost guy <laughs> oh my no, no no can we talk about can we talk about the kid jester or whatever oh yeah yeah her charlotte her, yeah who literally has an uwu voice the mm-hmm. entire time i think that was in the original it is but Grow up. Mm. Grow up. Mm. I don't know. But yeah, it's fun. So I'm hoping Live Alive is also fun. Yeah, I'm very excited Instead of for just that. like a cool concept. Now, I will be getting Live Alive, but I know you'll be getting both Live Alive and the next one. Unfortunately, <laughs> I won't be because I'll be playing some of the predecessors. Um, and that is Xenoblade Blade Chronicles, Chronicles 3, 3, which is coming out July 29th. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to go a little bit about this? Yeah. Um, so it was revealed like a few months ago at that last Nintendo Direct, which was like my favorite one because it was like all killer, no filler. It was such a killer episode. Mm-hmm. And like it, it ties like everything together, even from Xenogears and Xenosaga. Really? Yeah. Like. Uh, the new mechanic they just revealed in the last trailer for Xenoblade 3. Um, it's called Ouroboros, where you can, like, fuse into, I don't know, these, like, weird mech It things. looks like mechs, yeah. Yeah, like Evangelion, kind of. Yeah, yeah. But um, that actually comes from Xenosaga, if I remember correctly. Actually, no, from Gears, except in that game they were just called Gears. Uh, oh, dang. And there's, like, a bunch of different things that all tie the series together um let's see in each xenoblade game there is a giant red monkey enemy that's like level 80 in the first area that's called territorial something and he's back yep he's back i I, saw him i think the name is actually like even the the second part is the same as xenoblade ones yeah xenoblade one and two have territorial rot bart and X has Hey Red in the ter- ter- Territory. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, 3 will have him, so that's good. Yay! Uh, let's see. Um, there were some, like, crucial, like, plot details that were listed in, like, a GameStop description of the game, which was oh. really funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I swear this is probably, like... I find it funny because Xenoblade 2 um, kind of opened the door of, like, oh, everything is, like, kind of connected in some way. Right. And nobody really thought of that when Xenoblade 2 came along. They were like, oh, hey, it's a sequel. What? It's connected? Whoa. And then with this one, <laughs> I swear to God, everybody's looking for little, little like connections, clues. Mm-hmm. Anything and everything. That's- that's just because, like, the last part of Xenoblade 2, when they finally connect it to 1, everyone's mind was blown, and now we're just looking for that high again. Like, it's No, 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 crazy. but it's just, it's just, it's like MCU stands. Mm-hmm. It's, like, worse than that, because 
Nintendo's fumbling the bag big time with this one. Uh, For people who have a Nintendo Volt that shut their mouths all the time, mm-hmm. GameStop's messed up. Nintendo's, Nintendo's messed, messed up. up with subtitles, with descriptions. Uh-huh. This game has, in the past like few weeks, it has messed up big time. <laughs> Literally the few days that yeah. it's been announced yeah. for July. Yeah, uh, that's another thing. When it was revealed, it was uh, slated to be released in September, but then they were like, we're releasing it early. We're putting it in July. So, Which, actually, there is a game that took the place, I'm pretty sure, for September. Which um, is? Which is Splatoon 3. Yep. Um, Splatoon 3 is supposed to be coming out September 9th. Uh, you know, I don't really have too much to say about this one, except for, again, this looks like a very fun game. Yeah. I love the Splatoon series. It's. I was actually looking at the gameplay trailer that came out today, mm-hmm. and honestly, I was just thinking about it. I was like, I can't believe that Splatoon became such a main staple of Nintendo. Yeah, it's, it's like one of two shooters in Japan that people care about. And what's really funny is just the fact that I remember in 2014 when, like, or even, like, 2013 when they were just talking about Splatoon and, like, saying, oh, this is kind of the concept we're going for. I was like, this will never work. I thought that it was just going to be another one of those IPs that they it's say, oh, this is going to be a killer. Weird one-off. And then, and then yeah. And then put it, it down does afterwards. Does nothing. Yeah. And when Splatoon 2 came out, I was like, Huh. Okay, it's not on a Wii U, so maybe this will do it. Mm-hmm. And then Splatoon 2, you know, rocked killed it. It, it yeah. rocked it. And now they're doing Splatoon 3. And I got to say, I mean, I wouldn't mind Metroid Prime, but um, <laughs> and <laughs> you look so disappointed slightly. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, you're going to bring that up again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. you get to bring up some stuff, too, every but, now and then. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> you got Metroid Dread. I'm just saying. It's not Metroid Prime. <laughs> it's not. I just want a collection, man. I just want to see those games. I don't know in HD. I haven't been able to see any of those Metroid Prime games in HD ever. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I I was just. It, it does look really good. It looks like the same old in a certain way. Yeah. But at the same time, some of the specials that they have, some of the like new ideas that they have, it looks particularly exciting. Yeah. yeah um, they're, they're adding some a ton of new stuff. Again, personally, I am still shocked that they decided for a September 9th release just because, I mean, once August comes along, again – that's around the time when Japanese students are on uh, summer break. Yeah. Which Japan is like the highest like like consumer, consumer of Splatoon. For, exactly. And I was just thinking that Nintendo would be like, "Oh, this is perfect. There's no big games in August. Nothing, maybe except Soul Hackers 2. That would probably be their main competitor, but regard- That's like a completely different demographic." Exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, "Come on, you're September? I don't know. There's just something about it that just doesn't seem right to me. Right. I I don't know. Hmm. I also think that a lot of people have been speculating that Splatoon 3 has been taking a lot longer to develop. Oh. And they might have asked Monolith, hey, 
we're taking a bit of time. Do you think you might be able to push Xenoblade up uh, so, to give us some time? And that's why it kind of got pushed up. And knowing Monolith Soft being the behemoths they are, uh, yeah, they said, yeah. Yeah, sure. We could do it easily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, we've got the game pretty much done by now. We just got to finish could... it up a little bit. May I just say, they are they are pretty much like the Amish of... <laughs> yeah, they just, they just get it done. They just, they just get it done of, yeah. of game developers. Like, yeah. do you, have you seen that meme of, like, Peter Griffin, like, blowing up, like, a Oh, barn, yeah, the barn. And the Amish just... <laughs> yeah, and it just gets fixed yeah. immediately. That's Monolith. Uh-huh. If they just say, hey, can you do a Xenoblade game? Done. Yep. It's insane. It's yeah. incredible. And... I'll always appreciate Monolith for putting a Xenoblade reference in Breath of the Wild 1. Oh, yeah. What, with Rex's gear? No, no, not Rex's gear. That was different. Uh, What was it? With the Guardian Sword Plus Plus. It says uh, it cuts through armor like a hot knife through butter. No, (laughs) no, I'm not even going to say what that's about. That's just sad and a spoiler. (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, oh. it's pretty cool. It's pretty funny. Oh, it's funny but sad. Oh, But, yeah, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. So after that, there's really not too much. August, I, I didn't really cover too much. The The big ones that are coming out are Soul Hackers 2, which is a sequel to uh, a G- Digital Devil Summoner yeah. game um, that was on the 3DS and I think might have been on the DS. I think uh, it was on the DS. I think it, the 3DS one is a remake. Right. Um, Saints Row, which is a complete, I want to say, reboot of the series. Yeah, because, I mean, how can you follow up for... Follow up for... You can't. You yeah. can't. Anyway, um, yeah, that one, I, I'm curious to see how it is. It says it's going to be an August 23rd release. I doubt it, personally. Yeah. Uh, and Soul Hackers 2, August 26th. I believe that just because Atlas isn't usually... a one to delay. No, not Actually, really. they did delay Persona 5 for a while. They did. But... They the usually s- just said, like, coming soon. That was right. usually the thing that they said. This time, they actually have a full release date, and I'm like, okay, that's usually a good sign. Mm-hmm. Plus, they, they've been bought by Sega by that point and, you know, have been acquired, so they've been very, like... Consistent. They, yeah, they've been on point with some of that stuff. Um, going into October, there's some stuff that, again, it could easily change because it's Square Enix and it's also Rocksteady. Uh, we have Forspoken, which is coming out October 11th. Oh, yeah, that game. Yep. Which I highly doubt it's actually going to come out around mm-hmm. that time because Lord knows how many times it's been delayed. Mm-hmm. Um, Gotham Knights kind of has that same idea. That it's coming out October 25th. Again, Rocksteady has been teasing that game forever. It's been saying, oh, it's coming out, it's coming out, and then delaying it over and over again. Um, Both of us are working on that Suicide Squad game, too. Yeah. Are they also doing that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, So, yeah, I can only imagine. And uh, November, the only one that's announced is Starfield, uh, November 11th, which, who knows? Yeah. Uh, it's Bethesda. It's Bethesda. It's up in the air at this point. And December is not looking like much. It's just Hello Neighbor 2. Wow. <laughs> I was, love Hello Neighbor. <laughs> I was going to say, it's that one studio that basically kept tweeting like, wow, MatPat that is real. cover this. Man, he's going to love this. Wow. 
they were just begging for him to do a game theory on it. Like, please, please, you gave us a little bit of money. <laughs> please. And then December 8th, Stalker 2 Heart of Chernobyl is supposed to be coming around. So you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, wait. The, is that after they said they delayed it? Or? I think so. Okay, yeah, because um, th- there's something that could probably stop the development but um, again yeah yeah Yeah. in fact there's been a lot of stuff uh, we'll just say it flat out uh the whole problem with um ukraine and russia we stand by ukraine and i know it's a bit late but i know better yeah better late if we're gonna if we're gonna acknowledge it this is a video game podcast and if we're gonna bring it up let's just say it flat out yeah we yeah, support Ukraine, and, uh, you know, I hope that you're doing well, and if you're hearing this, I'm sorry, because yeah. you're listening to us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, uh, it, it's really interesting, because that might get delayed because of that whole conflict, uh, but another game has also been delayed because of it, even though it is, if I'm not mistaken, completely done at this point. Um, Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. Oh, yes, because yeah. Nintendo was like, ah, we don't want to release this. The war just started. Yeah, we're not going to make a... We're not going to release the tactics game where it's all about war. No. Yeah, it's. I think it's particularly... I think people are like, ah, oh, well, why? It's. I mean, they release games about war all the time. It's like... The first like enemy you face is like a russia equivalent invading your country so not to mention there are war games that come out a lot of them have gotten less you know people like boots on the ground type of stuff you know it was more sci-fi or modern stuff like that uh this one is much more modern in the sense of like oh it's going to have like planes shooting down you know or like bombs yeah, and tanks and and, tank, yep. and soldiers and it's like oh it's a yikes. very traditional and type if i'm of not war. mistaken it's kind of like wargroove where like yeah you, i mean wargroove is based off of advanced wars is that what it is yeah. okay i wasn't sure which one like if it was like completely like taking from it but uh, um, um wargroove has some like I could say Fire Emblem elements. Yeah, it's but, a mix of a lot of the different strategy games that Nintendo's right. produced. But the the big thing is a lot of the stuff is saying like, oh, you don't have to worry about this character; they're not important. The soldier's not important because they're expendable. You can yeah. just regenerate. Yeah, you just buy more. You can buy more and keep going, and that could possibly, possibly not hit well. No. So, in a certain way, I look forward to playing them because I've wanted to play them for a while, and I think this looks great. At the same time, take all the time you need, Nintendo, to think that, you know, when it's a good time. And again, I hope everybody in Ukraine is doing well. Uh, At this point, I'm just, uh, I don't know. Yeah. This is a video game podcast. Love you all. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh we're pretty much coming up to the end um that was basically all the games do you have a game that you would like to have for game of the week did Mm -hmm. we mention was it monster hunter world oh yes monster hunter world right um (laughs) so well back when monster hunter rise released which was like a year ago god 
yeah, yeah. A, a year and a month ago. Uh, oh, we talked yeah. about that at length during an episode, and uh, figured it'd be good to actually cover its sequel, Monster Hunter World, and also the expansion, which is Iceborne. Actually, the more I think about it, that was probably like our second or third episode, huh? Yeah, exactly. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Monster Hunter World is basically how I got into the whole Monster Hunter series. Yeah, it is Capcom's best-selling game of all time. And I don't blame it. I mean, it's really, really awesome. I love that game to death Mm -hmm. because it added some great graphic uh, quality enhancements that was much needed for Monster Hunter. Um, No load zones. And all in all, the the, uh, foliage was beautiful yeah yeah the environments it is definitely a monster hunter world wow (laughs) Um, i had to say it yeah you had to it really mainstream uh mainstreams yeah streamlines yeah streamlines a lot of different aspects um and i i think that's one of the biggest benefits you know not having the loading zones and not having to purchase stuff like whetstones um and some of the monster battles, just all in, you know, in general, having, like, a better feel yeah. with a regular controller instead of a DS. Right. Um, it, it improved the series a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, it's fantastic. In yeah. a certain way, I hope that in later editions, I hope that Nintendo gets to keep some of the more action-y type of stuff. You know, more of the, the quick gameplay of like rise Mm -hmm. and maybe the world series kind of spins off into its own where it's much more about the environment about actually tracking down monsters about feeling a bit more like a hunter um in that sense yeah yeah i don't know but um i mean as a monster hunter veteran it was really good Mm -hmm. there are definitely some sticking points i have like what kind of things like the weapon designs are really generic. They are very generic. Like, in every other game in the series, most of the weapon designs are super unique for each monster. Like, you can tell what a Rathalos greatsword looks like as com- in comparison to a Rathian greatsword. You know, in general, I would have to say, I, I've talked with, you know, my brother who's played every one since three, um... And, you know, he, he's gone on to mention how World, you know, it is a fantastic one. In general, though, when it comes to weapons, when it comes to monsters, and when it comes to um, uh, equipment, armor, all of that is relatively generic. Yeah, it loses, it lost a, it lost a decent chunk of its identity. Unfortunately. In the transition from uh, generations to world and i think that with rise they definitely came back to their roots yeah yeah i mean they also did that a little bit with iceborne Mm -hmm. like a lot of the old monsters that people really liked came back instead of just you know oh here's rathalos here's diablos again yeah there's a lot of certain dragon wyvern yeah like monsters yeah and base world and then in iceborne they were like ah yeah here's rejang Oh my gosh! They brought Rajang and Iceborne. Yeah, yeah. That's that. That's one of my favorite things personally when it comes to Rise. Um, 
that if they again made like a sequel for world i would love to see some of these designs come back especially some of the more like the spider monster oh yeah rachna kadaki i finally played or uh fought against it recently um with my brother we were playing it and i was like oh my gosh this is like one of my favorite designs yeah like it is so cool looking mm-hmm. yeah uh there was another spider monster that I really liked. It's called Narcilla. I think I like it specifically because it's like a whole thing. There was this annoying monster, and in lore it, like, eats it and then uses its hide as, like, a weapon, as a shroud. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it has, like, access to poison stuff because that monster was a poison user. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Yeah, um... <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Personally, I love that. And, um, again, I, I'd say for beginners... World for, is definitely a good option. World is a good option. Rise and World, they're, it, it really depends. If you don't have a Switch and you have, like, an Xbox, that's fine. Yeah, just get World. You can get World. You get the same level of content. Uh, content. You get the same level of, like... I don't know, get, uh, you know, getting the ropes. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, getting a hang of it. Getting the hang of it. Yeah, that that's like the best phrase I could come up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I I love that about Monster Hunter, especially yeah. those because I know the other ones are very very. Uh, they have some archaic design. Yeah, it's uh, they're kind of hard to go back to, but I still play them every once in a while. Just every uh, once in a while. Yeah. Um, so if you have either console, you can choose whichever game. They're both great, fantastic masterpieces. Point is, play Monster Hunter because you get to see, uh, cats cooking. Oh my gosh, it's the best. Yeah. And with that, for all the YouTube people, you are about to go see... I'll I'll send a link. I'll send a link in the description for you to look at the the video because I don't want to be copyright infringed. Yeah. Uh. So with that being said, I think this is the final episode for this semester. This semester. Uh. We're not sure exactly how things are going to go next semester because Max will probably be in Japan. It's almost like set Definitely. in stone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So we might be doing Zoom. We yeah, probably. might have him as a guest host every now and then. Um, or we'll, we'll yeah. have to see. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I'm Michael Gonzalez. I'm Max Logan. And this is it. See yeah, ya. see ya.